everybody, it's that time again. The blankets are cozy, the drawbridges are down, it's time for our box forts! Yay! <laughs> yeah! I'm Aludra, over here we have Ben. Ben, how's the box fort holding up on your end? Uh, it's going pretty good. I've got the flying buttresses all set up now. Again, I'm actually pretty mm -hmm. happy about that. Um, the painting isn't going as well as I wanted for this update. But um, you know what? I it, That's my bad. I need to get better at drawing and, uh, you know, actually painting figures. Not, nah, not, nah, not the best man. The it's all about crayons for the box fort. It's all about crayons. You know them. You love them. They go. The smell of of waxy Crayola goes so well with uh, corrugated cardboard. True, and it does help waterproof a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Little bit. Little bit. Yeah. But yes, Ben. Ben, I've missed your face. I missed you too, Aludra. And I am so excited to talk about random stuff today. Oh, me too. Me too, guys. Guys, I don't know about your lives, but mine exploded, and I don't like being a grown-up anymore. I'd like to turn in my grown-up library card, but not my actual library card, because that thing's cool, and it gives me access to books that I could never Yeah, afford. it helps you escape. Yeah. I get it. Run into some books. Yeah, but, oh my gosh, so that's like the perfect opening mm -hmm. for wanting to be a kid. So... The coolest thing happened to me. Oh, Ben, air conditioning? The coolest metaphorical thing happened to me. Ben, that's so cool. <laughs> so I'm randomly, you know, kind of doing stuff and everything. And it's kind of late at night. My phone's on do not disturb because it's, you know, it's late. Yeah. Um, but it's the weekend. So I'm still up and everything. And then finally I look at it and I was gifted a, a copy of Disney Dreamlight Valley. And I thought, that oh, is absolutely I'm so amazing. I'm so jealous. I am so jealous. Ben, this is my face being so jealous. I know. So because I was gifted it, I thought that I would pay that gifting forward. So after the show, you need to install it. Anyways. <gasps> ben! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I wanted to play this game. And I felt bad because, again, real life is terrible right now so i've been like feeling left out <laughs> well let me just clue you in a little bit i haven't gotten mm -hmm. too far into it because i haven't had a mm -hmm. ton of time um nevermore has she's played more and so i've been able to see some of the the, the future stuff that i'll be able to unlock and everything but uh-huh it is it's great i absolutely love uh, it so far um but so if you have no idea what we're talking about this is essentially like Animal Crossing mixed with that farming game that I forget the Abyss name Moon of. Or Stardew Valley. Yeah, Stardew Valley. Or Rune That's what Factory. It is. Yeah, and no, okay, so knowing you, you're going to love this because, you know, it has to do with all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you start off, in, and so far I'm only talking to, to four different characters at the moment. So I'm talking to Merlin, who I love the Sword in the Stone. Talking yeah. to Scrooge McDuck, who's like your Tom Nook, who yeah. is awesome. He's he's your Tom Nook in um 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 Disney Magical World as well. Oh, totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, then I'm talking to Mickey. Like Mickey's not hidden; he's just there, like pretty much near the start. Oh, I'm sure there's hidden Mickey's. And then Goofy as well. So, nice. like like I said, I'm not super duper soon into it, but I have all of my tools. Um, and there are so some things that 
I'm so super happy and excited about compared to Animal Crossing that I'm I'm just stoked. I wish I had more time to get in and play because unlike Animal Crossing from what I've seen so far, things just happen almost instantly. So it's not like, hey, I want to move this building. Okay, wait until the next day and then it's moved. Oh no, I was one square off. I need to move it again. No, it's just, you just move it. Yeah, because it's got that cartoon logic, whereas, uh, ironically, Animal Crossing wants to be more grounded in reality. Exactly. You can't just move a house. We need to hire builders and contractors yep. for that. <clears throat> uh, when you plant like like crops and stuff, I just did this for the first time. 15 seconds later, full and ready to be yeah. harvested. I'm like, oh, this yeah. is great. I can make some crackers now, because that's one of the first recipes I learned from Mickey. And I mean, it's just little bits like this. The story is really cute so far. And I mean, I'm barely in it. So, you know, I don't know a ton, but I mean, it's literally, it starts you off with going to your, your childhood home or whatever, and then falling asleep and you're in Disney world. And it's just, it's so good. And it's going to be a great escape. I just know this because as much as Animal Crossing was an escape, I kind of petered out on that. And You kind of do with these long-term, there is no end goal games. Mm-hmm. You get to a point where you're like, hmm, I've okay. done enough. Yeah. Like my, my, this is finished. Yeah. This is just finished. My goal in Animal Crossing was, of course, to do all the different events over the year, which you know I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to get all the fossils, which I've done. And I wanted to get all the KK Slider songs, which I've done. Um, I don't care as much about getting, catching all the fish or um, all of the, the bugs. I would like to fill up my museum uh, like art stuff, but that's just like, you know, once a week or once every two weeks, someone comes by. And it's random. Mm-hmm. And I can't well, tell you how many you duplicates I have. Island. Well, if yeah. you go to Harv's Island, he'll have, but it's only a week long stuff. So yeah. it's like, oh. Exactly. And again, of the stuff that I have, like when you you go there and there's two fake ones, it's like I'm not going to waste my money on this. So yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I mean, my my art museum's actually filled pretty nicely, but I'm still missing a bunch of stuff. But anyway, well, this is like my fourth museum, so the shininess of filling it up is kind of worn yeah, off on me. Exactly. So yeah, so I'm kind of like you know my Animal Crossing is kind of sitting and it's it's stagnating right now. Disney Dreamlight Valley though. It's pretty cool so far. Um, so I went ahead uh, for this. I made a female character just because there's like pretty so dresses. many more. Yeah. So many more clothing options. Pretty dresses, man. Exactly. Because, um, you know, when the Avatar creator came out, I, I actually did download and work with that and stuff. And there's like it's so limiting. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're not we're not doing it, dude. Doesn't matter. And so I'm running around. Uh, character's name is Matilda, and she's talking to Mickey and, and doing all this other magical stuff Matilda, and everything. Matilda, where would we get that name from? Ah, definitely not Dungeons and Dragons. Anyways, nah. Um, but yeah, I'm just it, it's a lot of fun. It's super cute. Like I said, it was gifted to me, and I was just so like excited and happy when that happened. Like I I didn't even believe it at first. I sent a message over over uh, Facebook. I'm like, hey, thanks for the copy of the game and stuff, and. Then, you know, they responded and said, you're welcome. I'm like, okay, it's it's real. It, like, they didn't randomly get hacked. <laughs> so, so I felt really good about that. So I'm like, yeah, we're doing this. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited I for know. you to get in to try it out and to, to really I'm kind so of excited. get in. Um, now, if, if 
if you're wondering, you know, like, oh, well, how can I get this? It is still in a beta version. It's it's a pre-release and, and you know, you're kind of in working everything. So if you do find bugs, which there will be bugs. Yeah. Report them. But I've played some buggy games. Oh, like, I know you definitely have. I've played some buggy. I played Power Wash Simulator. I played Blacksmith Simulator. And that one, that one would just stop. Like, just, just decide you were done for the weekend type stops. Oh, that's always you know? fun. <laughs> yeah. You but, know, your 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 blacksmithing hammer would just vanish. So Yeah. So I mean again, it's it's a lot of fun and I'm looking forward to, you know, them adding more to it and there's a there's a bunch of different content uh, bits in there right now and you know, fun stuff to buy and decorate. Yeah, your home my with and everything. it's been all over my, my Twitter. Everybody's like, Look, I'm I'm hanging out with Wally or look at this cute furniture set I've mm-hmm. got. I'm just sitting here going uh, well, <laughs> I do, but it's okay because I'm a grown up, and sometimes we can't always have everything we want. I understand. It's one of the reasons why I didn't get it for myself yet, and then it appeared. So that's why I said, "Got to pay it forward." Yeah, you're so awesome, Ben. Ben, this is so cool. I'm so excited. Well, good. I can give you something fun to do. Yeah, because ah. Uh... The game I've been playing lately is not known for fun. <laughs> really, what's that? It's a testament to my son. <laughs> World of Warcraft. Oh. Not quite yet. Wrath of the Lich King Classic. Yeah. So that would be... Um, so since Wrath of the Lich King Classic hasn't come out yet, that means that level cap is at In a 70. Week. Yep. Okay, let me tell you guys a story. Do you remember leveling in Classic or in The Burning Crusade? I sure do, because that's when I played the game, right a, a bit before Classic came out. In fact, you know, I that's started when I started as well. Right before Magister's Terrace, or right as Magister's Terrace came out. That's when I started. Oh, no. You know what? I started just before The Burning Crusade came out. Oh, okay. okay. I had two characters at max by the time Burning Crusade came out, and then I went to Burning Crusade, and I never leveled up. My warrior. <laughs> I had I had given up on that class then. Yeah. Not to be picking picked back up again until we went to and got our uh our our own little player housing. Mm, okay. When they, when they had the gladiator build where you had sword and board but you were still a DPS. That yeah. was just a fun build. And then they took that away. Of course. They, I, you know what? I'm not going to be. They detected fun. So. I'm not going to be super critical about Blizzard because that's not what I do. I started, not anymore. So nope. <laughs> I started playing because my son, who moved states away, Minion One, uh, was like, hey, play this with me. I miss you guys. And that is and I would an like immediate to spend time. yes. Yes, of course it is. Of course it is. We both immediately reinstalled World of Warcraft, you know, the whole deal, because our adult minion was like, please. And so we're like, cool. And then we started leveling. Mm -hmm. Now, we both rolled Blood Elves because, heck yeah, we're going to be pretty. Yeah, of course. And then I rolled myself an Orc Huntress because I want to... You wanted Me to be and the mighty. husband, 
yeah, me and Thrax, we weren't we weren't finding time much to get things leveled. So I was like, okay, well, I'll start an alt and I'll play on the alt on the nights where I still want to hang with the kid mm-hmm. and, and Thrax is unavailable. Yeah. You guys. First off, leveling in 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 over <laughs> by the Sunwell and or the Sunwell Plateau and and all of that great stuff. Not the Sunwell. Oh my gosh, that's where I just did my dailies. Leveling over by Silver Moon City and Tranquil Inn. It's so streamlined. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so great. It's such a not. No, it's not, Ben. It's not. <laughs> Because I, I had to download an add-on to help us quest, because of course I did. Because of course I did. Ben, the stories are awful. Oh, I know. There's, <laughs> the there's leveling... one story of that entire leveling thing that's good, and that's the Lament of the Highborn. Everything was, like, so far away from everything else. Like, granted, all the quests were clustered up, which was nice. But then you're going to each corner of the map to do a series of different quests just to maybe get an upgrade. Mind you, at first, when we were playing, we had ever we were just playing straight up. We had no gold, no bags, nothing. Yeah. We are doing this. The true... And then, then the then minion came along and was like, "Oh, that sucks. Here's a bunch of rune cloth bags <laughs> and a hundred gold each. Have fun there." Hey, now I can actually pay for all of my spells <laughs> and abilities. Uh, uh, we won't even touch on that because my hunter's struggling with that. So we're doing it and i like i remember the boat area with the the people who later are all like mana addicted and withdrawn and stuff mm-hmm. and they, oh, we yeah. all feel for them much later in the game but right now they're just awful looking monsters yeah i remember the boat thing and and that area being really cool and epic and interesting which led to the murloc zone where you're killing murlocs and getting your stolen cargo back and it was just really fun at the time. So, uh, I, I take it based off your tone that you're super excited to be going through all that again and having fun with it. And, and... I got a level boost. <laughs> but the hunter did not. And let me tell you, Duratar is just painful. Oh, yeah. So now I'm in the Barrens, which is not any better. Yeah, pre Because the quests are everywhere, and the quest mobs are everywhere, and the Barrens is so huge. And I'm just... Luckily, Questy will tell you where all the, the quest hubs are yeah. and where stray quests are on your map. And then you, you do them, and Questy logs, okay, I can mark this off the map. And and that's great. That's wonderful. That's amazing. Until you realize they, they built this whole goblin oil rig area in the middle of freaking the barrens, or the upper middle part of the barrens, mm-hmm. for one quest. Two, if you get the quest drop item that starts the other one. <laughs> it's massive, and it's huge. Mm-hmm. And, and right now, you can go kill Cor and Dire Brew. 
Oh, well, that's good. You know, that that's something. Yeah. So the leveling <laughs> is awful, guys. It is just awful. But I got a boost. The kid was like, okay, this is taking too long. I would like to raid with you now, please. Yeah. And bought, bought us boosts. So that's that really, we could. Really nice. Yeah, very really kind. Huge kindness. We were like, kid, he's like, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I have nothing to spend my money on. Please play with me. So we did because, yes. And so now, now we're spending our free time, like, getting our professions up. Oh, yeah. Because there's nothing like a bunch of level 70s, and I mean a bunch, because every Death Knight's also doing this, who are running around Alteric Valley picking plants. Oh, yeah, of course. Because, I mean, that's the way that you do it. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, it, it actually grinding. is. It, it, it's not the the wonderful feeling of, hey, any plant that I pick could level my my, yeah, my picking. Nope, nope. nope. It's specific. Oh, I picked enough roses. Um, I can't level off of those anymore. I need to go over here and pick some daisies now. Or, or yeah, yeah. But the daisies and the roses are growing together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like literally on top of each other and next to each other. And don't you dare go near those chrysanthemum. Mm-hmm. Don't you dare. You are not near good enough for those chrysanthemums yet. Yeah. And like, if there's oh. someone else doing it at the same time, then you're mm-hmm. fighting for spawns. So that's not yeah, actually which ha- helping. Happening. Uh, I I actually looked up a guide that was like, cause I don't remember some of this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. my hunter back in the day was my plant picker and uh, potion maker. And beats me, man. That was like 20 years ago. So You know, it's kind of amazing that if you think about it, all the stuff that was updated and replaced, like all I need mm-hmm. to do is just. You know, undo, undo, undo for the number of patches that have happened. And mm-hmm. hey, all that stuff is current again. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, not so much because of the old hardware they used to run it on has been obsolete and they need to bring the coding up. So they actually. Okay, so Blizzard back in the day didn't think anybody actually wanted classic servers and they were proven wrong by somebody who made a bunch of private classic servers. Mm-hmm. And. Blizzard, of course, sent them takedowns, but they tried to hire the guy who did it because they wanted to know how he did it because they can't get the code to run on new hardware. It's crazy. So I was talking like like Wowhead and stuff for the guides. (laughs) Because, yeah, no, I know Blizzard had no way of doing this until they they brought people in to actually rebuild everything. Yeah, yeah. But no, Wowhead, they're they're trying to get the guides. And for a while, ThoughtBot was back, which was hilarious. (laughs) That is actually pretty funny. That's what I used. Yeah. Way back in the day. Yeah, there's a bunch of different sites that have popped up since I stopped playing. There's like a Wow Tavern site and stuff. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And I'm like, but I miss Mr. Robot. I need to ask him. Yeah, I, so, I don't think that they have a classic version. Okay, so I've got to tell you guys the story of my true classic rating experience that happened. Okay. So, we're in Karazan. It's a pug. And again, this is Burning Crusade. So Karazan is pretty old hat at this point. Like, almost everybody else has a key to get in. Remember when you need keys, in? Oh, keys yeah. Ben? I have a key ring! <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, I forgot about the key ring. That's that's yeah. amazing. Uh, so I have a key ring and I don't have car key yet and there's kind of no point in me getting it. 
But we're doing a pug of cars in because it's the Burning Crusade or no, the Wrath of the Lich King event is going on. Do you want an Arsenite Ripper? You can get an Arsenite Ripper and the Bat Pet from oh, the that's event right. boss. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that that pet. It was only available for one week. Mm-hmm. Way back when it first happened. Oh, Vampire battling. So, oh yeah, no pets. I remember how to get every pet we've ever covered, Ben. Well, yeah, because back then there were like twelve. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I know. I'm I'm vastly lowering the number compared to what it actually was. Like what, maybe a hundred, hundred and twenty or so. Do not Compared to the like 11,000 that there are now. Yeah, back in the day where I used to make mini casts about this stuff. No. So we are in Kara doing a thing. And then all of a sudden this boomkin starts freaking out about a piece of gear. It was plate. Now, for those of you not in the know, a boomkin is a is a is a it's a mystical chicken druid there it is it's a druid and they wear leather armor and he was yelling about a piece of plate armor which he cannot use and could never use even if he levels up to a million he cannot use it the game just will not let him Mm -hmm. and he freaking out throwing an entire tantrum over a piece of plate gear and it took me a while to figure out what was going on. Like, what do you mean you're upset about the plate gear? This isn't even your gear. And yeah, he made everybody so uncomfortable. The entire thing went away. That like everybody just started crazy. dropping. It was insane. It was insane. And and I know this because Minion had to talk to him about it afterward because he was in our guild. Okay, that that's just something right there. I mean, thinking that somebody is like a, uh, you know, like a ninja or something stealing loot yeah. and stuff, especially when you can't use that. That's just kind of crazy on that. Now, if like the entire raid was plate wearers, except for this one person. But I mean, at the same time, I know that you're going to have a setup so that, you know, like you're rolling need for the things that you actually need that are upgrades yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah. like, I don't I don't see how this could ever have been this person's problem. It just wasn't even their business, honestly. Like this is again, this is old content. Nobody was upset except for this crit chicken. And I'm sitting there and it took me like two minutes to figure out what was going on. It seriously did. And this guy even pulled the I've been playing this since launch card. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter, especially when the game changes so radically mm-hmm. every five years. So radically. As a matter of fact, that's why we have classic servers. It's because the game changed so much, you can't play the old versions anymore. Yeah. Which I was, honestly, I was surprised that they actually continued like bringing back expansions. It, it's something that... You know, when they originally started saying like, oh, we're going to have WoW Classic, it's like, okay, great. What's going to happen at that point? Because at some point, like, if I remember correctly, I think it's Cataclysm where uh, they completely changed the talent trees to something else. And that's something that people hated. So Mm -hmm. are they going to actually No, it's in Wrath that they changed the talent trees to the sideways where you 
every five or ten levels yeah. you get a talent. No, I'm, now. I'm talking about where it's like at level fifteen you choose from one of these three talents. At level yeah, 30, yeah, that's, you choose, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, that no, no, that's not in wrath. You're still putting points into stuff, but you oh, can. Maybe I'm misremembering because yeah. I know I've got the old tree, mm-hmm. and like in in Wrath of the Lich King, they're not going to bring in Group Finder. Okay. Yeah, that's another thing that people hate it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if they're really keeping these communities small and stuff, it might work. But the thing is, it's going to get to the point where it catches up because they're releasing them pretty fast. Because people are just sailing through the content so fast because they played it before. I don't see how when they have to level. <laughs> well, look, classic's been out for a few start. years. so They have these fresh start servers. Where nobody's allowed to boost and everybody has to start at level one. And so, yeah. Yeah, those still happen, though. And and there's still going to be people who do that. And they're still going to blow through the content because oh, definitely. that's what people do. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, speaking of uh, old things that are kind of new again. Mm-hmm. Um, I did something that I didn't think I was actually going to ever do. So what did you do, Ben? I mean, it's nothing big. It's nothing huge. Did you punch a nun? Look, she was an undercover, and I wanted to just totally, you know, point her out. That was the only way I can think of. Undercover? Yes, yes, I did. That was amazing. Thank you. Totally stole that from a a podcast. But uh, anyways, um, okay, so I know you and I have talked about Disney a whole bunch. In fact, we Mm -hmm. started off talking about Disney Dreamlight Valley. Yeah. Well, there is one animated Disney movie. It's a very old one that I just do not like. I don't like what happens in it. I don't like the characters. I just think it's it's bad. Mm-hmm. And that's Pinocchio. I always thought that it was a really bad story. I thought that Geppetto was the dumbest person in the world. And I just <clears throat> never really related to it in, in any way for some reason. I wanted to know what kind of medieval society didn't have an orphanage so he couldn't adopt a kid. Well, you know, in that town, uh, apparently all the, the unadopted kids just go to Pleasure Island and turn into donkeys. Yeah, turn into donkeys. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it. That's but, the kid shortage. There you go. That's what that is. But so, you know, Disney create has been doing, you know, live action remakes of everything. Except for The Lion King, because that's not a live action remake, no matter what they say. It is a CGI remake of realistic looking animals. And I will stand by that. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So they did one in Pinocchio. And it stars Tom Hanks as Geppetto. I really like Tom Hanks. And I'm like, okay, we're going to go ahead. We're going to watch this. Nevermore watched it with me. She knows how much I hate normal Pinocchio. So we're, like, we're going to do this. So we started it up. And it actually starts kind of sweet. Um, in fact, I, I'll, I'll say this. Tom Hanks is great in it. Um, mm-hmm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who's Jiminy Cricket, is awesome. Like, you don't even know it's him. It doesn't sound anything like him. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, Blue Fairy's awesome. She pops in. It's great. Figaro looks cool. Uh, the fish, Cleo, looks like the animated version, so it's kind of trippy. But uh, anyways... Animation, everything on Pinocchio is great. Voice acting is great. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Still follows pretty much the same story, except there's some added level of 
um, reasoning on why Geppetto is kind of the way he is. And it's like heartbreaking in the first couple minutes of the movie. But overall, it's not horrible. Like, I liked it more than the first one. They have a, an extra character or two that they kind of added in to kind of pad it out a little bit. Um, there's there's some differences here and there that I'm not the biggest fan of. Like, you know, when his nose grows from telling a lie and everything, the blue fairy doesn't show up to fix him. And it doesn't really seem like he learns a big lesson from it, considering he yeah. uses his nose to get the key to get out of the thing or out of the cage. But whatever. Um. So, you know, you go through the whole story. There's an uh, extra character who kind of helps him escape from Stromboli. Then he randomly gets lifted off the street and then is is with a whole bunch of, you know, kids who ran away or whatever who are going to Pleasure Island as opposed to, you know, being tricked into doing it. Um, and then when he's there, <laughs> Bard from The Hobbit is the, the bad guy there who's, you know, turning everybody into donkeys and stuff. But mm-hmm. and I mean, spoilers if you care. But in the original cartoon, you know, there's a whole bunch of, of like, you know, like mean looking men who are, you know, throwing donkeys in cages and, you know, the kids are screaming and all that stuff and everything. In this version, there's freaking wraiths who are doing this. Like, wraiths? Like these just black cloud monsters with red glowing eyes. Like the the one dude is still there, like getting all the crates and everything. But these wraiths are going around and, and getting all the kids and throwing them down the chute to... to to get him to the crates and everything. And it's terrifying. I'm just kind of sitting there like, what is going on? And Nevermore is looking at me and we're like, what? What is, is happening? Yeah, exactly. What is happening? Since when is this a supernatural story? <clears throat> yeah. So we're just like, well, I mean, it's kind of supernatural because they're turning into donkeys, I guess. But even so, it's just like, what is going on with this is weird. Um, I will say though, really nice touch when Pinocchio gets his ears on his tail. They're actually wooden. Which totally looked really kind of cool, as opposed to in the cartoon where they're like, you know, real ears and tail. I'm like, that never made sense to me, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so then one of my biggest gripes from the cartoon is that Geppetto just, oh, Pinocchio's gone. I'm going to go out to sea to look for him. That never made sense to me. And I'm like, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. So with this, one of the new characters, a seagull. I just kind of assumed he was trying to find Pleasure Island. Yeah, well, this, he is actually trying to find Pleasure Island. Oh, okay. So, like, that's why he's out to sea. But then, you know, everybody, uh, Pinocchio and Jiminy find him with the help of this new seagull friend and, and everything. And they find him when he's still out in the water. Like, he hasn't been eaten by Monstro yet. So it's like, oh, yay, okay, cool. Then Pinocchio gets to him, like, yay, everybody's happy. And then Monstro just, whoom, eats them. But here's the thing. Monstro was absolutely terrifying. He's not just a giant whale. He's a literal sea monster. He's like a whale-topus. It's really freaking weird and crazy looking as with these giant He's a teeth. whale kraken? Yeah. Oh my god. We don't need everything to be Lovecraftian. Okay. <laughs> the best thing I heard about these stories is they're not supposed to be good. These quote-unquote live action. Because they're still animated. Yeah. Like, like you said, the Lion King didn't have a real lion in it. Mm-hmm. So it's to extend copyrights. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it, it's gotta be. You know, like... Anybody can make a Pinocchio story. That story is just open to everybody. But by by putting out this version, 
you can't make a little Pinocchio with a yellow hat and the red shorts and everything mm-hmm. who sings, you know, I've got no strings. Yeah, exactly. Although I am actually looking forward to the Guillermo del Toro one that's coming to Netflix later because it's Guillermo del Toro. No, that guy's too scary. Uh, He's that too is why I want to see it because an unsettling It's too Pinocchio, unsettling. Like the, the actual original story is really screwed up. Like so it's actually screwed up. Super long. Because it was one of those serialized stories mm-hmm. that was printed in the newspaper and stuff. And I remember one thing that happened is Pinocchio gets sick of Jiminy Cricket and he squishes him. Yeah, he kills Jiminy Cricket in the story. Yeah. And then Jiminy Cricket comes back as a ghost and it's even worse for him because now he can't squish him to make him go away. Yeah. And then if I remember correctly, it the original story ended with him like uh, Pinocchio like tangled up or something or hanging in a tree or something like that and that's how it ended but then mm-hmm. writers were mad so the author had to write more and yeah. he made it even worse yeah it was just one of those big long allegories for always obey your parents kids mm-hmm. pretty much yeah but uh yeah so overall live action pinocchio better than the cartoon still not that great Geppetto's still I don't a know, man. bad father. Monstro more scary. Monstro was scary enough to traumatize generations of children. Oh yeah. We did not need to to monsterize Monstro more. Oh, when when Nevermore and I saw it, we both like audibly went, ah when he popped out and then seeing tentacles yeah. fly out of the water, we're like, oh my god. It oh horrifying. We don't need that, guys. We don't need that. We. I am on record. I am closer to my mic than ever before saying we do not need that. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. Oh, it, it was. Yeah, it was a lot. It definitely a lot. Uh, recommend viewing just to see the differences. But I mean, I, I'm a Disney fanboy, so it, you're going to get a recommendation from me on most things. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it it, it was freaky. Oh, it sounds freaky and unpleasant. Yeah. But what isn't freaky and unpleasant, though, is I've been digging in a little bit more into the Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga. Ooh, ooh, how is that? I know you and Nevermore been having fun. Well, um, she was super busy. And so finally we okay, kind of so talked about it. And, and yeah, she said she was OK with me doing some of it on my own. So I've been playing around with it and stuff. You can always replay it with her. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, you have to replay the game you like so much. I know, right? So I made it through the prequels, and I made it through uh, episode four and five, so I'm on Return of the Jedi now. And I got to tell you, it's it's funny. It's fun. Um, the lightsabers look beautiful. Um, but, like, the gameplay is so different. Like, if, if you played the old LEGO Star Wars game, like, this is worth definitely worth picking up because – they have like really good third person like shooter controls for like the 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 people who shoot stuff. Oh nice. Um everything pretty much is made out of Lego now as opposed to just like oh this little section here that you can interact with. Mm-hmm. But like like Echo Base you're in there like the walls are all Lego and everything and, and it is great. When you're I running around I think the around, Lego movie helped do oh, that. Oh definitely. Um big difference though like if you're running around on like Tatooine and stuff it's still like sand and dirt and rock and everything but all the buildings as it again be. all all Lego and stuff. And I mean, the the different uh, areas, there's tons of them all over the place. Um, like there's like four or five districts of Coruscant alone. Um, Cloud City's really cool. Uh, Echo Base is neat and, and stuff. And I absolutely am digging this game. 
and especially for like some of the the really cool unlocks that you can get. Like, yeah. Um, I unlocked the ability to pay for the Rancor as a playable character. And it is the size of the Rancor if you play as him. So you can just go around rhinoing walls? Yeah. Yeah. Ben. It's pretty cool. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Is there any way I can play with you co-op from here? No, unfortunately. Dang it. Um, but... If you're thinking about getting this game, at the end of the year, there's going to be a like a, a galactic edition that comes out that comes mm-hmm. with all of the like the season one character packs, as well as the new season two character packs that are going to be coming near the end of the year. And um, what are you playing it on? I'm playing on PS5. So okay. technically oh, the PS4 version. Available. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's available for like available? everything. It's on. It, mm. it, yeah. It's on Steam, Switch, Xbox, all that stuff. Um, one of the. Uh, two things that I recommend more than anything else. So um, as you go through the game, you can, you know, use your studs to pay to unlock different characters. Cause uh, like, as you go through the story, it'll give you certain characters that you're able to kind of switch to and from like, I have like, you know, five different versions of Han or whatever from, you know, like what he was wearing in episode four and five and, and on Hoth. And of course, all of course. Yeah. Um, whereas as you, you go through get the Hoth outfit, right? Oh, of course. Like- um, whereas there's like maybe different versions of stormtroopers, but you have to pay to unlock like, oh, this color variation or whatever. You have to pay the studs that you collect. Um, do not spend any studs on anything. Because as you go through, there's these little like hidden data cards that you can get. If mm-hmm. you have one of those in a certain amount of studs, you can go through and unlock like your special features of the game. So there's like different cool unlocks, like uh, the light, instead of lightsabers, you have baguettes. Um, you also have uh, cardboard tubes, not cardboard tubes, but baguettes. Dang. Um, but like you can make uh, funny weapon noises. So instead of blaster sounds, you have people going pew, 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 pew. Oh, that pew, is the stuff. best. That is. Oh, my gosh. That but alone sounds like it's worth the price of admission. It's awesome. Um, but the, the, the thing that you want to unlock the most first is the stud multipliers. So you get your first data card and it's a million studs, but you get your your two times multiplier. So every, yeah, so every yeah. stud is worth two. Um, and then you can unlock a, a, a four times and then an eight times and then like a 16 times or whatever. You know, it keeps going up. And the thing is, is you can stack those. So like right now I have uh, something like a um, 384 times going on because they have all these these different ones stacked up wow and it's great because you start off and then all of a sudden it's like i go through one level and then you know how um on the very old one they had like a you know like a three stage thing to be like true jedi if you collect this number of studs yeah i'll look over like break a desk and something else and then i hit true jedi for the amount that i need on the level i'm like yeah um and then that's how you get your your kyber bricks, and the kyber bricks mm-hmm. are used to like upgrade your characters and your stats and, and things like that, as well as paying studs. So again, as long as you get those multipliers in, you can get your studs pretty fast. Um, considering to unlock certain things like the Death Star as a ship, it's a million studs. Um, you know, so and then you can let your rancor loose on the Death Star. Yeah, exactly. Just run around beating the crap out of everything. But yeah, uh, and then the second thing that I recommend. Because I didn't know this was happening as we were playing through episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know how every Star Wars movie has that opening crawl? Yeah. Well, uh, when you start off, you know, a movie, like the very beginning, you have the one, the crawl from the movie. Mm-hmm. And then as you beat, a, you know, a chapter or two or something, it changes. It's, you know, like 
um, The Empire Strikes Back, the story so far. And then it recaps kind of the last thing that happened. And those mm-hmm. are hysterical. It's oh, one of they the always funniest are. things. So, uh, like, this was episode two. It was um, something like, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, Obi-Wan sent Anakin and, or Padme and Anakin off. Um, uh, or, or it was, An- sorry, it was Padme and uh, pretty boy Anakin off to, <laughs> to Naboo to do this so that he can do big boy investigations on Kamino and, you know, just different things like that. It was absolutely hysterical. Um, and then another one was uh, uh, Padme and Anakin went to, to Tatooine and were sad to see that it was still covered in sand. And, yeah, you know, <laughs> like, like all this stuff. And th- they're absolutely hysterical. So as I've been going through, like, I'll finish a chapter and then just quit and then start over yeah. again just to see if of there's course, a new one. Of and course, yeah. it, it's been totally worth it because some of them are just they're so funny. I, I can't recommend oh, doing that Oh, that sounds enough. amazing. That sounds amazing. Uh, I would be doing the same thing. You got to save and then you got to exit the game and then you got to see if it changed. Mm-hmm, exactly. But I mean, I've been having oh. a ton of fun just going through just like exploring the spaces with all the hidden stuff because there's something mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know, there, there's hundreds of these Kyber bricks around so that you can go through and do stuff. And they're just all over the place. There's little mini challenges. Um, unlocking figures is a lot of fun because, you know, they require you to do, you know, random things or, or like uh, go over here or do this or defend this person as they're going this way and stuff. And I mean, it's just it, it's really fun. I, I highly recommend it. And I mean, if you like any of the Lego games anyway, this is probably the best Lego game that they've made. And I'm not just saying that because I love Star Wars. You know what is really hilarious to me, though, Ben? Out of all the games we've talked about and all of your your favorite games like Mass Effect, Mm -hmm. this is the only one where you're like, okay, this is how you min-max Star Wars the Lego edition. You don't spend a single bolt (laughs) until you have a million bolts. And then we optimize. And this is the build. (laughs) Well, it makes sense if you want to actually, you know, buy stuff because... Yeah, it does make sense, but it's like the only time since Battle Pets where you're like, okay, <laughs> pro gamer strat here, here's how you do it. Well, you know, the thing is, is it's because I saw a video of someone recommending that and then I just saw how much of a difference it made. I'm like, mm-hmm. if I'm ever going to want to have the studs to unlock all these characters and all these Including ships Including a Rancor, guys. Yeah. A Rancor is a giant rhino in case you don't know. Oh, no, it's a two-legged giant. No. Oh, I got it confused with the other thing. Yeah, you're thinking the, um, the, shoot. Uh, it's the a thing in episode trot. two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a trot trot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, just to unlock a regular character is 35,000 studs. So, mm-hmm. you know, some of the ships are, you know, 100,000 or whatever, or a million for like the capital ships and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, this is the way to make sure that you have the studs for the things that you want when you're playing the game. And I think that's an important tip. Very. There is one other thing that you can unlock that is absolutely hysterical, and it turns mm-hmm. all the NPCs into gonk droids. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I didn't mean to make you almost spit. Yeah. Yeah. I, he chose to save that, everybody, until I was mid swallow of my beverage. Yeah. You know, it's what I do. But uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like, oh, everybody around here is a gonk droid. That's great. There's a couple different ones that you can unlock to play as, too. It's mm-hmm. just, it's great. Oh, that's so, that is great. Yeah. Like, to give you an idea, one of the quests, 
I got to unlock Yaddle. If you don't know who Yaddle is, she's in episode one. She's the female Yoda. Mm-hmm. You go talk to her and she has you go to Tatooine to kill a crate dragon. That's and it. And then you get upset because there's sand everywhere. Yeah, you do. If you play as Anakin, yeah. he gets mad. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he's cursing every light breeze. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So definitely check it out. It's a lot of fun. Highly recommend it. Well, do you know what I recommend? No. If you're stuck in classic WoW (laughs) leveling, (laughs) you're going to have a lot of time on your hands. Because just getting to 20, that's a big slog. That is. My son's like... Hey, roll some Death Knights. It only takes eight hours, and if you have a week, you want to get Outland. Um, you you want to get Loremaster for Outland, so that way you can afford your flying. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. But thanks. But in case you are doing that and not buying a boost, let me tell you what you need to do. You need to throw on. Some D&D live play shows. They're very entertaining. I've caught up with Critical Role. I I, was like dozens of episodes behind. That's that's where I am right now. I am at least 14 episodes behind. Uh, I'm not. And I have caught up. And then I ran out. And so Court of Fae and Flowers came out. And I went, dude, I've got to watch Dropout and Abria and Regency Fairy Time. It is a Regency story that takes place in the Fey realm. They're hitting all the beats. They just had a masquerade ball. Hands touched. Ungloved. It was... Yeah, yeah. It is amazing. It is so good. Guys, it's Bridgerton meets the supernatural plus some (laughs) D&D. She's mismatching two two, um, different tabletop games to get this. Like, it's D&D because we have a rogue and we have a fighter and, and there is battle because the other one, it's like called Good Citizen or Good Samaritan. And I know my friend Jen is screaming at me the right name. Sorry, Jen. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it's a Jane Austen tabletop oh, wow. where you do rumors and uh, letter writing is a big part in the game where you like... I don't know how it is in real games, but in this game, each character gets to write two letters when they have letter writing phases. And these letters are in play. And then uh, (laughs) depending on how they behave at these social functions, because they're still parties and luncheons and and croquet and and high teas and stuff. If you do poorly and, and act like just a jerk. Your societal standing goes down, and there are penalties involved in that. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. But it's really hilarious, okay? Because Lou Wilson and, uh, you know, she's one of my favorite people to watch play, and i always spacing on her name, and that's on me. She was a, she played a, a Faith, Fig Faith in, um, uh, Fantasy High. Uh, Emily Axford. Oh, okay. They are playing cousins who are are the lords of the wing. Their grandfather invented birds, you guys. 
<laughs> and first they come in and they're really catty and you think, oh, they're going to be catty to each other. They are not. They are so supportive of each other. They are there for each other. They have each other's corners. Are they also um, big time party animals who may have dueled in the last bloom, which is the social event. It's called the bloom. Um, and maybe drunken dueled. Or drug dueled? Yes. <laughs> yes, they have. But that's not who they are anymore. Not this bloom. <laughs> this bloom. They are being adults. They are looking for a love match. That's but not great. the same person. They want their own separate love matches, which <laughs> upset a lot of people there who were kind of counting on bagging both of them. Of course, of course. And Brennan Lee Mulligan is playing a goblin. That's pretty good. No, it is awesome because he is the most straight-laced goblin I have ever seen. He is a member of the goblin court and he is a total military man. <laughs> it's so insane. And he's just insane. He's just insane. He's like all straight-laced and everything. He's not fitting in with the goblins, but those are his people and he's doing his best with them. But... They swim in garbage and spit <laughs> on each other and stuff. And he's just like, oh, yes, this. That's nice. Oh, yeah. And there's so many new people in this. Uh, there's Omar Najim, Oscar Montoya, Serena Marie. I've never seen these people play before, but they're all so good. And the characters they play are so varied and so interesting. Uh, the the uh, Omar guy. He plays awkward so well. Like, he'll st stand there like, you know how everybody's awkward. Everybody's awkward. I'm awkward. You're awkward. Yeah. That, that really cool person we both know who seems so suave, they're awkward too. This guy will pull stuttering out of nowhere and unapologetically hold up the entire scene, stuttering and stammering to try and get these words out that he just physically can't. And it is so awkward. And you're like, man, I've been there. And he's just unashamed. He's <laughs> so good. He is so good. I'm just, I'm in love with the whole cast. And of course, Abria, the game master. She is once again, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I just, I love her in everything. No, she's, she's actually absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, so I've I've had a lot of time to catch up on my D and D live shows, you guys. There's there's even a Misfits in Magic, um, Gen Con show that I I haven't picked up. So, but I'm gonna be honest, I kind of don't like the live shows because the sounds always wonky. Yeah, and I always feel like you can hear the crowd way too well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'm kind of with you on that. Yeah. But Becca Scott's in it, so it's like, oh, I'm going to suffer through that for Becca Scott. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, hey, if you find yourself at the crossroads. It's a good outside way. Outside of Duratar. It's a good way to pass time. It really is, because, you know, suddenly you're stopping and laughing as you realize you're out of arrows. Totally <laughs> happened to me. That's why I took up I took up engineering on my hunter so I could craft bullets so it wouldn't be an issue. And then they're like, wow, you're not a Tauren, so we're only going to give you bows. Oh, I forgot that was a thing. 
Yeah, okay. Segue into a story about learning guns. <laughs> okay. So, I started a freaking orc, and she did not know guns. And I was like, oh, right, this is a thing now. You have to level your skills, oh, right? Oh, that's right, that was a thing. So, I was like, okay, where I learn guns, Google? And it's like, go to the dwarf. I'm like, no, you no, can't. I can't go to Dwarf Town. I am Horde. Where I go Horde. And they're like, go to Dwarf. And I'm like, <laughs> So then I end up going, I figure out it's Thunderbluff. Thunderbluff okay. knows guns. And I'm like, okay, okay, now we're on track. Now we're on track. I go to Thunderbluff to learn guns and I can't because I had learned fishing and first aid, I didn't have enough money to learn guns. Oh, no. So I'm sitting there going, what do? Because I also need to buy a gun. So yeah. that way I can level it. So then I can, you know. Okay. It, you all know the ordeal, you guys. So I'm like, okay, what do? I'm, again, using bags I'm finding. And I I had picked up these things because I thought, well, um. Initially, when I started playing, I still needed to feed my pet to get him to like me. Oh, yeah. I forgot that was a thing, too. Yeah. And at low levels, you don't have men pet. So it's the only way to mend your pet at first is to feed him. That is a very loud vehicle. That was. Wow. So I went and I got myself a tiger because there were no bears. Because bears will eat anything. Yeah. So I got myself a tiger. And bears they are good eat tank. fish. Yeah. And so I was like, what do I, I need this? And then I noticed five other people, you know, that shallow pond in Thunder Bluff in front of the auction houses yeah. and by where you, uh, where the mining trainers are. Five people are fishing in that pond. And I went, these people need money too. And I threw in my line as well. <laughs> Well, I fished up 10 silver. It costs 10 silver. <laughs> I fished up 10 <laughs> silver worth of fish and junk so I could afford to learn guns. And then I had to buy a gun because the first gun I could make was too high level and I was too low level to make it and use it. Of course, that's how that happens. So then I had to catch some extra stuff. But then at the end of that night, I had it. I'm. You know what? A game shouldn't be this hard, Ben. Oh, no, but people want that. You forget that. No, I don't that's, forget That's it, what people I'm want. I'm there. I'm there for it, aren't I? <laughs> that, that's all. <laughs> that's what you get when you don't get a, uh, a, a group finder. That's what the entire thing comes down to is no group finder, but you have to suffer in all these other ways. I still haven't really done a dungeon I've been doing raids. Hey, you're at a level where you can. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, speaking of D&D. Yes. We played a little bit. Yes, we did. You guys, the party finally happened. Yes. This party. It, it's only been like a year and a half. Okay. You're a new D DM, so I'm not going to be like Ben. But, I mean, I think we all learned a lot with this arc. Yes. <laughs> I think you learned some. We definitely learned some. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And not just on the GMing side, but, you know, 
on the player side. Yeah. I learned not to have too much time that's out there to fill. Um, yeah. And I mean, to be fair, I did we give you guys some week. things to do. But, we skipped a week. Yeah. I, I was expecting some other stuff to happen in there, but decisions were made. So I'm like, okay, so we're going to change this and we're going to speed through some of these days. Yeah, definitely. But overall, Arc 2 is finished. Yes, Arc 2's done. And I got to have my fancy man at the party. He was great. I had oh a lot of gosh, fun with him. Oh my gosh, I still have his name over here. Anthony Ravenswood. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a and d porn name. <laughs> well, I figured that it was kind of probably more like a, a bastardized last name, kind of like Game mm-hmm. of Thrones had it. Yeah, like yeah. Like Ravenswood? Yeah, sure, why not? Sounds kind of, sounds kind of like yeah. that. But yes, it, 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 it was great. And I did dancing and I was good at dancing. And that's all she cared about. And her manners were on point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she didn't burp during dinner out loud. Which is very good. Concerning it was a it was a rather long dinner. It was a long dinner and Ben lifted the menu from the Titanic. <laughs> well, some pieces of it. Not the entire yeah, thing. Yeah, but it it's still hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing some of the things you can find online. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I I mean, I I'm really glad that we're kind of done with that arc because it was getting to the point where I'm like, okay, this needs to be done. We're, we're, yeah, it really, this did. is long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can only have so many different like clues and ideas and, and stuff that are out there before it's just kind of like, okay, we're, we're, we're just skipping time now. Yeah. Ben thought we were going to skip town again, but we didn't because we were actually technically there to protect somebody. And a day trip's one thing, and a long trip over to some mountains is another. So. Yeah, so, you know, my bad. <laughs> yeah, but, it's like, no, we're under contract to, to to protect our guy. Yeah, but the good news is that uh, the world is your oyster again, and we already have a uh, a destination for next session. Guys, so, um, I just planned... We had like, what, two days before the party when we started the session? Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, Norm's going to some dancing lessons. See you later. Like, seriously, that's that's all I planned. But then once again, Angus the sorcerer goes wandering around and Norm can't let Angus go wandering around alone because he's kind of squishy. So she (laughs) follows him. And where do we go? Well, first she wanted to not taunt, but definitely taunt. (laughs) <laughs> the 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 captured queen who who was Angus's half sister and what a twist! What a twist! And what a twist! And it was you know I'm just there for muscle backup, set off a fireworks and scoop up poor little Angus and run if need. Yeah, if needed, because nobody can blow up Angus but me. And then <laughs> I'll remember that. Yeah, yeah, you remember that when I blew up Angus. I set off the trap in front of him and Mm -hmm. oh yeah that was not great that was not a great night for our our poor sorcerer but I healed him I apologize and uh, then then we went to see the king so you guys here's the thing when we defeated the queen I looted a necklace (laughs) and Noam's kind of a magpie She, she really is if it if it catches her attention, she wants it. She might not keep it for long, but she wants it. 
And this definitely caught your attention. Yeah, it's this big, big old ruby necklace that's cut in such a way that it has magical properties and charm person works better if if your target can see the necklace. So Norm sees it, identifies it. Everybody agrees it should go to her later that day. As we are divvying the loot in the literal castle kitchen, no one said we couldn't have this stuff, so we kept it. Mm-hmm. And um, so what's she do? Honestly, what she do? She puts it on. She's wearing the dang choker. <laughs> and we go to the castle. And Norm's still not thinking. Until we're in front of the king. Mm-hmm. And she went, oh. That it suddenly on. occurred to me and her that uh, that necklace was on her neck. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, hold up, hold up. She's wearing that necklace, Ben. We need to like roll a sleight of hand check. And he's like, oh, yes, you do. And what do I do? Guys, what do I roll? I roll a natural, which is really neat, but one. Well, and what's really fun is for perception, the king rolled a natural 20. <laughs> yeah, he's, he clocked out the moment I walked in and it was awkward and hilarious. And he's like, yeah, well, it's a magic item. Those don't usually keep with the same person for long. So good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. And I was like, yeah, I just didn't mean to be just why did I have to drop it? <laughs> <laughs> But it worked out really well, though. And, yeah, yeah, I did. And, uh, I mean, everybody had seemed to have a lot of fun at the ball, which is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Everybody was in their fanciest clothes. Yeah, yeah, we were all trading Discord pics and stuff. And this is what I'm wearing, remember? This is what I'm wearing, remember? Yep, Not really, it was just a year and a half ago when we bought this stuff. Yep, and your date uh, was able to uh, give you all the the deep, dirty secrets of all the other aristocrats who were there. Guys, guys, this one couple were both seeing my date on the side, and neither of them knew, and it was hilarious, and it's everything I wanted. (laughs) Well, good. I'm glad. That was everything I wanted. Yeah, I had a whole lot of fun just thinking up a bunch of random stuff. You know what? If Thrax ever, if we ever play in person, and then of course Thrax is joining us, I half want him to play that guy. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That would be really funny, right? I think so. Just half want him to be like, "Oh, fancy running into you here? Why? No, I didn't break my contract for no reason." I'd like that. <laughs> that would be hilarious. But uh, yeah, so we, we've got um, uh, I've got some some big plans for Arc Three. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it, and uh, I just hope that you guys continue enjoying the game. We are swooping in the closest my character has been to her home in three years. No, probably a little longer. Maybe we've I been mean, together. Who says you guys? No, have she to go left, to that and place. she never she never went back. So yeah, no, I'm saying, who says you guys are going to go to that place? Yeah. Well, okay, the plan is to go to somewhere where it's the closest that she's been to home in about three years. As far as I know, the only plan is to just head north to a mountain range to get a a weapon, and that's about it. No, we were talking about that mountain range elsewhere, too. 
Yeah, it was just brought up. It was never decided that you guys were going there. You can't bring that up to the half-elves and then expect them to not look into it, plan it out for six months, then we'll go one day, and none of their plans will work out, because that's life. No idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah. So I'm glad that you're part of the group. I'm glad that everybody who plays with us is part of the group, because everybody does a fantastic job, and you guys make DMing a lot of fun. Oh, you make the world alive and interesting and a place we want to go back to. So that's all on you. Well, thank you. Guys, if you can get a, a D&D group together, even if you're all beginners like we were. Ben's never really DM'd a big campaign before. Yeah, not a long uh, A lot of us have never played. So, I mean, this is only like my second actual campaign. So... And we're going to get to 20. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. We're going to be great. I've been I've been toying with the idea of multi-classing. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Because the bard level 20 thing just isn't that interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It's not interesting enough for me to be like, oh, I got to get that. It's not like Archdruid stuff. Yeah. Or, or you know, it's kind of lackluster. So it's just like better inspiration. And it's like, yeah, that's cool, but yeah, it's it's not super great from what I remember. Yeah, so I don't know. I've been toying, but the thing with with Norm the Bard is she's such a free spirit. There's being a charisma based character that means either paladin or warlock, right? And I don't see her going paladin at all. Too way too religious for her. Yeah, no, that I I don't see that happening either. And I don't see her tying herself down to a warlock patron either. No, this can't would see have that to happen. be the most free spirited warlock patron who's like, hey. Now, she does have ties with this new god, the goddess of uh, the forgotten, and um, I want to say it's like the forgotten and misplaced people. Yeah, it is uh, Goddess of the Abandoned. The Abandoned, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I guess I could be a paragon of you, but I'm not going to be cleric, and I sure as heck am not going to be a paladin. You want to be my warlock patron? (laughs) (laughs) Well, who knows? You might run across some other powerful uh, entities along the way. Yeah, I'm I'm toying with it because like like I said that there's nothing happening in the upper teens that's really exciting for even the swords bard variant. Like if I were a lore bard, this would all be great, but I'm not. Yeah, basically once you hit um what is it? 18 with your mat- your last magical secrets, that's kind of about it. Yeah, and even even then I could forego that last magical secrets if I'm getting some cool other stuff. Unless but I just I can't wish. I can't have wish. Oh, you can't. Lord Oh, yeah. Good point. Well, never. And, and mind. yes, she's not. We role played her sitting down with a book. It was hilarious, <laughs> and her book turned into a pop up, mm-hmm. a pop up audio book. You guys, yeah, it's a magic. Mm-hmm. Magic happens. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. But yeah, I just don't see her tying herself down to a religion. 
I don't either. Like, she believes that there are gods. I mean, you've she, seen proof. Yeah, yeah. There's evidence of it everywhere. She's There's no way she's atheist or agnostic. Has she found the exact right one? Maybe. But nothing she's going to sit down and dedicate her life to. And I think that's that's a good prerogative to have with such religious people in D&D as clerics and paladins mm-hmm. and such. And then there's the, the run-of-the-mill religious zealots out there. Yeah. Which, I mean, you've already fought some of those. Yes, yes, we've, we've fought several cultists. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. But, I mean, you know, whatever you come up with, whatever you decide, uh, you know, I'll work it in somehow. Oh yeah, definitely. But, but just a swords bard with the 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 uh, sword contract of of uh, a warlock, where my swords just appear. I mean, that'd be kind of cool and all. But yeah, would you rather be more effective in fighting and choose something along the lines of like a fighter? See. See, the fighters, the utilities that they give, they're great and all. And, and I mean, action surge and a second win <laughs> cannot be beat. Yeah. But at, <clears throat> at best, she's a secondary off tank. And we're talking off, off tank. <laughs> yeah, very much so. I mean, the closest thing we'd be able to do is to throw, like, levels of barbarian at you. But even then, it doesn't really fit your character. Then, yeah, then we're talking about having to get her strength up. And her strength is 10. Mm -hmm. And you need, like, 13 or 14 to multi-class into barbarian or fighter. I've given this thought. I have given this thought. Um, And I know there are ways for us to up the strength and stuff, but I... I actually see her avoiding that because of her background. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, so. Well, we'll discuss it a little bit more in in detail offline. Definitely, definitely. I even thought about doing Druid for a little while. That can be interesting. But uh, apparently Druid is really terrible to multi-class into. Like. Kind of because you're you're very limited on lower levels. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with like your wild shape, you don't get some of the higher stuff until like, you know, you're definitely like four or five levels in. Um, and, and even then you're limited based on what circle you choose. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, it, it's yeah. kind of rough to do, to do multi-classing with that. Like yeah, unless and, you just want then, a level or two and that's it. And Yeah. And then we're running into the problem with wisdom. Mm-hmm. Got to get that hot. Well, no, actually I think her wisdom's just high enough to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I already, anyway. I already have an idea for something warlocky, but oh, good, we'll, we'll, good. We'll, we'll talk later. Yeah, we'll toy with that. All right, and that's the nitty gritty of D and D chat. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but you know what? If you liked that D and D chat, guess what? I have another show that I'm actually recording tomorrow, uh, where we talk all about D and D chat, and that is called D and Discussions. It's oh, where it's a good show. Oh, thanks. You guys are awesome. You explain things so well, and it's fun seeing you guys get excited about things, but in different ways. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, we talk about things from like a player or a DM perspective, um, and then just, you know, have interviews here and there and stuff, and just have a lot of fun on that show. So check that and out. And he's had some good guests, you guys. They, both of them, not just you, Ben, but both <laughs> you and your co-host, you've had some really great people. You've had like B. Dave Walters twice, and, mm-hmm. and that. That guy you just had on, 
the really cool one. Oh yeah, Ajit, he was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, our last episode, we actually had Alyssa uh, Vischer on. Um, she's working for D and D Beyond. Has written some articles for that. Um, she she's awesome. Like th- definitely check out our last episode. It came out on the twelfth of September. It's episode seventy four. It's a mm-hmm. really good one. Uh, we we talk a whole lot about like exploration and, and exploring mm-hmm. the world and stuff. It's really good. Oh yeah. <clears throat> to the point where next time you guys travel, it's going to be a lot more interesting. <laughs> I'm sure. You know what? It wasn't boring last time. What with actual cannibals, Shia LaBeouf, and <laughs> and dragon hordes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There was a dragon times. fight, but the horde was really fun. Yeah. That was actually pretty good. I mean, you guys uh, kind of ran up, it, it ran into a whole bunch of different things. So yeah, yeah, and it wasn't boring at all. And a guy lost his leg. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But mm-hmm. anyway, so check that out if you like. Um, if you want to hear me play Dungeons and Dragons, you can find me on Plus Five to Hits. Uh, we are still in our hiatus right now. I am playing a little owl person who's going to Strixhaven. Uh, speaking of druids. That's what he Get is. little owl person. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty cool. But this show, though, mm-hmm. Boxfort, you can find us on boxfortshow.com. Uh, if you want to send us any emails let, uh, suggesting different things or tell us about your experiences in Disney Dreamlight Valley, send those to boxfortshow at gmail.com. And of course, all of our episodes, boxfortshow.com or on your podcast player of choice. Yes, yes. I keep Apple keeps letting me know, hey. New tools for podcasters. It's like, thanks. Yeah. Apple. It's always a good thing. Um, yeah. Another way to reach us and uh, make sure you do follow us on Twitter. You're yeah. at Boxwart Show. If you're looking for Eludra by herself, you can find her at Eludra, Eludra's Pets. Eludra's Pets. Yes. yes. I keep thinking there's an underscore, but there's not. Uh, and if you're looking nope. for me, I'm at Ben Bumhofer. And I didn't have to stumble over your name this time because I'm sorry. I just think of you as Ben. That's okay. And, and knowing you have a last name is one thing, but actually having to say it is another. Oh, I know. I completely understand that. It's uh, like, no, you're just Ben. You are the quintessential Ben. There are other Bens, but you're my Ben. Well, you know, not my Ben, but you're my Ben. I don't know how many times I've tried to see if uh, just Ben was available on Twitter and someone it else is, is using it. Yeah, it, it's a three letter name. It makes it super rare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was but fun. I check every now and then because you never know. Yeah, of course. But yeah. Uh, but everybody, thank you very much for joining us on this episode of Boxford. It has been an absolute blast, Luja, as always. As always, Ben, I've got a game to install. Well, I don't always have a game to install, but it's always been a pleasure. And I have a game to install, so I'm really <laughs> excited. Exactly. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it. Uh, cool. And for everybody else, until next time, be good to each other. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody.